0: All right, back on KOVE and County10.com, we go to the phone and chat with uh, Wyoming author Craig Johnson. Craig, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Appreciate it. Uh, how are you this morning?
1: I am wonderful. I am wonderful. I'm just kind of like enjoying this. Like I don't know what would you call this. Like at a. It wouldn't actually be like a, an Indian summer, um, but it, it's like what? It's like mid fifties and sixties here. For like that, for about a week. And, uh, I'm finally getting all my firewood and hay all in where it's supposed to be like about a month ago, but, uh, I was out on tour, uh, for the better part of all of September and into October. And, uh, so I, I think Wyoming is being gracious to me right now. So I'm pretty happy about things.
0: Yeah. It's, it's been fantastic for November standards. Uh, I I'm sure the, the tour life is fun, but, uh, you're, you're a rancher at heart, right? You're, you're in U-Cross and, uh, you're living the ranch lifestyle.
1: We are here in the, the crown jewel of the UCLA area. That would be Ucross, Claremont, Lighter, and Arveda. And if you had all those towns together, you have about 230 people. So uh, we, we kind of live out in the middle of nowhere, like that, which is, you know, kind of nice for me like that because that kind of solitude and uh, quiet and everything allows me to really focus, you know, on writing the Walt Longmire books. And, uh you know, what we're like, you know, what I guess on the I guess this was the nineteenth one, uh the Longmire Defense. Look like at and you know, we've been on the New York Times bestsellers list, you know, for about fifteen years running and uh, with the television show, you know Still doing Gangbusters on Netflix and uh, everything. It's uh, it's nice to still be in demand. I have to admit.
0: Could you going back a couple decades ago? Could you have imagined the success that Longmire would have had at this point? <laughs> at
1: point? No, no, I would not have. Like I, I just you know I, I wanted to write something different. You know from you know all the stuff that was out there. It seemed like in crime fiction there was a lot of. Noir stuff, you know, with uh, alcoholic detectives burying bodies in their backyards and that kind of stuff. And I just thought, you know, what the people I knew in law enforcement are, you know, not particularly that way. Like, and so I thought, well, what if you wrote a series of books about the sheriff of the least populated county in the least populated state? That would be something, you know, a little bit different. And uh, yeah, it was it was kind of a an overnight success in the sense that it you know got picked up by a big agent in New York, a big publisher. Viking Penguin and, um, you know, kind of off to of the races. And then, you know, of course, Warner Brothers knocking on the door, wanting to make a, a television show and all of that. I, I, I don't think that, you know, I had any of that planned at all. Like that, um, you know, the only thing I was attempting to do was try and write good books that uh, in many ways kind of emulated, you know, like what I think, you know, we here in Wyoming kind of stand for. Um, you know, one of the things, you know, people always ask me if I was to choose one word to describe Walt Longmire, I always say decent. You know, he's a decent, good guy like that. Um, he's not perfect in any way, like that. But he does a, a pretty wonderful job of, you know, being dogged like that and uh, intelligent and uh, and caring like that. And I think that all those things are some of the the elements you know of uh, of who we are you know here in Wyoming. I mean, I see an awful lot of like books and television shows like that, and I just say to myself, okay, first of all, there's no way that that would ever happen here in Wyoming like that, and second of all, like that, it's not very true it's not very honest you know to who it is i think that we are and uh i don't know I'm, I'm kind of proud of walt i have to say i mean we've been translated into you know a couple dozen languages like that and uh you know walt's kind of a an ambassador you know from wyoming you know to go out all over the world and uh i'm kind of proud of him i have to admit
0: it's uh, it's very obvious through your work and listening to you speak that wyoming set a big influence on you personally and career-wise uh this is a broad question but what's your favorite thing about wyoming
1: Oh my goodness. Look at um well, I mean I was just out there this morning, look at I got up, you know, just before sun up, look at and you know, walked out on the porch, look at and you know, was watching the sun come up, look at and the the skies were all red, you know, and uh, gorgeous and beautiful, like that, you know, and the the wind's breathing and the the cottonwood and the aspen still have a little bit of leaves you know still stuck on them there, so they're still rustling and all of that I mean it's one of the most beautiful places on the face of the earth to be honest, you know, and so i'm um, you know I, I feel a little bit bad about that because in some ways I'm kind of letting the secret out uh to a certain extent you know but i, I just I love you know the environs of Wyoming like i got, I love the open space and just the the natural beauty of the place, you know it just uh I, You know, it, it's funny like that because, you know, a lot of ranchers around here, whenever the TV show started and the, the books were on the you know, New York Times bestsellers list and all these things were happening, you know, they came in to me and they said, you know, well, you know, when are you going to move to New York or Los Angeles? And I was like, I built one ranch. You know, I built this ranch myself with my own two hands. And I said, whenever I, whenever I die and they haul me out of it, that's when I'll be going somewhere else.
0: <laughs> I love it. I uh, the rest of us kind of uh, we, we daydream about non productive things. I'm just imagining uh, you constantly have these stories and these characters in your head. Is that accurate? Or is it a, a middle of the night thing where you're waking up with story ideas? Or, or how does that writing process kind of work?
1: You know, one of the dirty little secrets about my books is just about all of them tend to come from, you know, uh, the media here in Wyoming. Like, whether it's, you know, uh, it's either, you know, television or radio or mostly newspapers, an awful lot of newspaper articles I'll clip out and uh, utilize for the Walt books. And there's, there's two things that that does. You know, first of all, look at it, it keeps Walt kind of, you know, based in a reality of Wyoming. Look at, I mean, I don't ever want to have Walt out chasing Al-Qaeda in Crook County or Walt on a cruise ship or things like that. I want him dealing with the things that Wyoming sheriffs deal with. And so whenever I, you know, I'm drifting around all over the state, you know, I'll be picking up some of those little, you know, weekly newspapers, like that'll print things that nobody else in the world would ever print. And so, you know, I've got, you know, file folders that are almost like a foot thick of all of the storylines, you know, that I can utilize, you know, for Walt I don't know, it keeps him grounded, you know, in a reality, like out of who, you know, and what we are. And, uh, you know, and, and it, it also, like, stretches, you know, my imagination. You know, whenever I'm reading one of those newspaper articles and I think to myself, okay, what if something was to go wrong, what would go wrong? And how would Walt Longmire, you know, be involved, you know, in that kind of a situation? And so, I mean, even the most recent one that I'm probably going to get started on here in about a month is uh, there was a, an article about a woman who did the uh, the longest uh, you know, a uh, postal uh, route in the contiguous United States and, and drives over like 300 miles a day. Like that, you know, and I was reading that article and the first thing I thought of was, okay, well, if she went missing, you know, where would you look for her? You know, my goodness, like that's a very large area to try and find somebody in like that. And, uh, you know, and I even went to the trouble of like you know calling up the the postal inspector, you know, for the state of Wyoming, and that's that's one of the great things about Wyoming is you can just call up you know anybody and they'll talk to you. And uh, I, I asked him like, and I said, you know, well, how could this be a situation? Like, it he goes, well, it's a the federal offense. Like, and I said, a missing postal worker is a federal offense. And he goes, no, no, the mail is. Like, he says, well, let's get put in a box. That becomes your know, federal property. Like, and he says, that would be a federal. Offense, and he said, "I can get any in, in, any investigator I want." Look okay. at him. He said, "You know." I would get Walt Longmire. <laughs> that sounded pretty good. <laughs> so you never can tell. Like, Walt's well, probably going to be out there on the trail delivering mail for a little while. <laughs> I
0: love it. Little uh, little teaser there, of course. The 19th book in the Longmire series is out now. The Longmire Defense, Wyoming author Craig Johnson, our guest. Uh, Craig, you've you've written so much through your career, and I know the Longmire series has certainly blown up for you, but is there a, a book or a short story or anything you've done that you're particularly proud proud of that may not have gotten the attention? Is there one thing that's driving you nuts that you thought deserves more attention?
1: No, not really. Look at, I mean, I've had a really spectacular, you know, so far career um, in the writing, look at the attention that Walt gets, look at, and what all has happened with it and everything. I, I don't think I have any room to complain like that. You know, of course there are some other projects that I'm wanting to work on and things that I need to do, look at you know, other little ideas or snippets of stories you know that I've gotten out here like that that you know, don't particularly fit into the Walt Longmire universe, but uh, but yeah, I'll get time to get to those too. Look at I mean now that I got the firewood and the hay done, I'm little oh, more free time. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this winter I can be. That's actually one of my favorite times of year. Look at, I always laugh. like at whenever people write me and say, "Boy, there's a lot of winter in your books," and I'm like, "Well." I don't live in Key West, you know, I live in northern (laughs) Wyoming, so we get a certain amount of snow like that, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's the joy, you know, of that time of year, because things kind of slow down, and I have that ability to be able to, you know, really focus on the writing, and that's that's kind of important to me.
0: We know, uh, obviously, you're the accomplished author and a rancher. Do you have any other unique hobbies or talents that would surprise your readers?
1: Oh gosh. You know, I, I read like everybody else. Like it and then of course, you know, I don't think that I have a piece of equipment on the ranch that's any newer than like about nineteen forty eight. Look at it. and so um I like having machinery and things like that that I can work on, like that. and I think my technological cutoff point's about nineteen seventy one. Mm-hmm. So uh I, I do a lot of repair work, like that. I do a lot of uh I've got a you know a couple of old cars and trucks like that that I work on, that type of thing, like that and you know, the horses here kind of you know take up a lot of my time too, like that, but uh yeah, that's about it. I don't know. I'm kind of a one note Johnny, I guess. Like, I, I really enjoy what it is that I do. I really enjoy writing the books. Um, I really enjoy, you know, going out and being, you know, uh, on tour. Like that. I mean, you know, there's tours that, you know, obviously they're overseas tours, like that, and then they're the national tours here, like that. But I also enjoy a lot of the local tours too. I mean, I usually do a, a Walt Longmire Christmas story that I go out, you know, and do uh, some touring with, you know, and uh, you know, I hit like as many libraries as I can. Um, from the end of november all the way up till christmas and uh, that's kind of a joy too, like that because you know there are a lot of people all over the world that enjoy walt longmire but the people that are going to enjoy him maybe you know the best you know will be the people here in wyoming because they really understand you know what it is that i'm writing about and the places that i'm writing about and nine times out of ten an awful lot of the people that i'm writing about too
0: <laughs> just a a couple more quick ones for you we open it up to a couple of audience questions uh, Jan at uh, county10.com wanted to know how boy howdy came about. Is that one of your more popular expressions?
1: <laughs> it is. It is. That's Walt's kind of signature response, you know, and uh, it's actually kind of historic like that. Um, I just, you know, knew it just because, you know, there were a number of old cowboys that I knew that would, you know, whenever they were surprised by something or, you know, were saying, you know, yeah, I'll say, like that, that was the term they would use, boy, howdy. And uh, I don't know, it just, you know, kind of crept into Walt's lexicon at that point in time and kind of became one of his, you know, signature remarks like that, because an awful lot of the time he's kind of nonplussed, you know, by all the things that happen in his line of work. But uh, I thought that he needed a a phrase like that that would sum up, you know, an awful lot of like who he is and what he is. And I think boy, howdy pretty much does it.
0: (laughs) And uh, finally, here Sabrina wanted to know if there were any uh, Longmire movies that might be down the line. Are are you open to a movie?
1: Well, you know we've still you know we're still in operation as far as like with Longmire days that we have in Buffalo in July like that, and uh, you know the actors all come up like that, and they've made it very very clear. That, you know, they want to get back into the harness again, like that they want to do more of those Longmire. And the thing is, is like, you know, we the, the series that we had before, like that, um, it, it's still like one of the top 10 to 20 shows on Netflix, you know, every other week. Okay. And so we're kind of victims of our own success uh, in that, you know, the the popularity of the television show has kept it on the streaming channels, you know, extraordinarily well. Um, you would think, like, that somebody at Warner Brothers, like, or, you know, certainly somebody at Netflix, you know, would figure out that maybe, hey, this is something we probably need to start up again. Um, the difficulty being that an awful lot of the actors are involved with an awful lot of other projects. So, you know, if we do come back, you know, I got a sneaking suspicion it would be more along the lines of television movies is what it would be, where they would have, like, a shortened uh, kind of series, like, that, that they wouldn't have to be in production for, like, you know, say, five or six months. At a time, like at, I mean, you know, we've got a lot of really wonderful performers who like had some really incredible successes, you know, going on to, you know, to. To other big things like that but uh, they've all been pretty clear about the fact that they really do love wall longmire and would love to come back and do that again
0: i love it as we uh, approach a wyoming winter the longmire defense is out now some good winter reading or maybe if you haven't started the series yet there's 19 of them to catch up on all right uh craig really appreciate your time i'll let you go i know you've got uh, a busy schedule lots of lots of co- <laughs> coffee and ranch life this morning so uh, i'll let you let you get out of here but really appreciate you taking a few moments